Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This moment that mattered came from the Penrith Panthers versus the Canterbury Bulldogs game. It's delivered by Jerome Luai, and this was just fantastic instincts. And for me, you know, the, the Penrith Panthers, they went on to win this game quite easily, but it was this play that really broke the back of Canterbury. It's been a tough week for them. And for me, this was the last straw. Some Jerome Luai brilliance. Edwards. Luai. The dummy. The swivel. The kick. The chase from May. It's a try. The true brilliance behind this play is how they take the ball to the right, then they swing it back to the left. And the thing that stands out for me here is you need to watch Corey Allen. Now, Corey Allen goes all the way to the right-hand side of the tram line. He's then forced to switch back. It's about a 60-metre run in the other direction in the rain. Now, uh, I'm sure a lot of Oztag players out there will understand, you know, fourth and fifth tackle in Oztag, this is a big thing to be able to do. If you can make that fullback shift from side to side, then put in a kick in the other direction, it is just massive. And especially this play here... um, you see Nathan Cleary take it down the right edge. He gives it back to Dylan Edwards. The entire defensive line shifts. They throw a long ball back to the left with Luai. And to be fair, Canterbury actually handles this all right. Yeah, they all slide. Uh, he turns kick out under. He shows it to him. You know, Nate Kyle Flanagan, he has a big look at him, but he doesn't He doesn't really bite on it. Yeah, he actually reads the play quite well. And then you see Luai, there's a chance for him to give it to Stephen Crichton, I believe. And then he, he literally does a spin and he's on the spot. There's nothing doing. But the key to this is that Corey Allen has gone from the sticks all the way to the other side of the field to the tram line. Then he's chased all the way back in the pouring rain. Changing direction like that at that speed is hard enough. But after this, near impossible. And this is where... The backyard football instincts kick in, and this is just massive in rugby league. I talk about Cody Walker a lot being the best backyard footballer. Jerome Loy, he's probably second, yeah. He is incredible when some... He, he has a tendency to overplay his hand at times. Uh, that's just because he's a young footballer, and he's got so much ability, and he's got so much strike around him. So it can be... It can be hard every time to not go for the play. Um, Kickout was terrorizing them all game. So when he showed him under, I think he expected Kyle Flanagan to bite more than what he did. Um, Canterbury, they handled it pretty well, to be fair. So he spun around and he had nothing on, yeah? 
He addressed where Corey Allen was. He saw that space around the sticks. It was about 20 square metres there that all he had to do was just land it in the end goals. In the wet, the ball tends to sit up. Bit of an easier kick in the rain, in my opinion. Uh, and he just put in a perfect kick. And Tyrone May, being the footballer he is, stayed alive. You could see Tyrone May could see it as well. He pointed to the space. He knew where it was. Allen had been taken out of the play. Just a perfect play. And it was... At this point, you've got to remember, like, they ended up winning 28-0 or whatever. This was the 37th minute. They were only up 4-0 at this point. Yeah, so the game was well and truly in the balance. Penrith on top, but well and truly in the balance. And for Canterbury, you know, as I've said, it's been a really tough start to the season for them. They've had, you know, a heap of new spine players come together. They've had a new coach come in. It's just been chaos. They had to go up to Newcastle game one in the pissing rain. Hard to get your combinations right uh, under those sort of conditions, especially going to Newcastle with a brand new squad up there. Um, they then had to play Penrith round two. They're probably the best defensive team in the NRL. They haven't conceded a point yet. In the rain as well, really tough. Definitely suits the side that has all their combinations in order, that knows exactly what they're doing. It's just about sticking to your plan. For Canterbury, it was really tough. And I thought they defended really well in the first half, considering it was Penrith and how much ball they had and how dominant they were. I thought Canterbury held up really well. But it was this play in the 37th minute. And this is where... It's these championship minutes just before halftime that good teams score and bad teams concede them, yeah. And for Canterbury, it would have been really disappointing. Same thing happened to Manly, yeah. Adam Reynolds kicks a 40-20 with about a minute to go, and they score off that last play in the half, and it was massive. Same in this game. The good teams, they score these points in championship minutes. The last five minutes of each game, they're able to get that little bit extra. The poor defensive sides, this is an absolute coach killer. Letting in a try just before halftime, especially when you've hung in the entire half, it was massive. And look, to be fair to Canterbury, as I said, they defended this play really well. To, you know, when you see how far the bread, the ball spread in a short amount of time, they did man up on this play well. But it was just a little bit of Luai brilliance uh, and a little bit of for Canterbury. I'm sure they'll watch on their tape session and, you know, especially the 5'8", Avarillo. It's not his job, but as a half, you need to be aware of these sorts of things. If the ball goes from one side of the field to the other and Kyle Funnigan's on the other side where the ball is going, as a 5'8", you need to be tracking. Yeah, you need to be tracking under the ball, under the sticks. For there to be no one in that 20-metre space on last tackle, you knew what was going to happen. Once that ball was turned inside, like a best-case scenario, if he would have given it to kick out, you're still going to need men on the inside there. There was just a lot of passengers for Canterbury. I understand they're exhausted. They'd put in a huge defensive effort, but it's those it's those little extra effort plays. I guarantee you, the Roosters and they had that play put on them, I guarantee you Luke Keary would have been extremely close to that ball when it went into the in goals because he's got that awareness. He understands the game. He knows that if Tedesco gets dragged from one side to the other and his side is out of the play now, he needs to be moving towards the sticks. It's just that cover defense that we didn't see from Canterbury in that play and it cost them a try just before halftime. For me, it really broke the back of Canterbury. It's been a tough two weeks to defend really well for an entire half, to defend really well for an entire set and then for them to put that play on and then force Jerome Luai to spin around when he's got one of the best edges in the game, you had them beat. Yeah, you just had to control this kick and the awareness wasn't there. There was a lot of bodies standing with hands on hips watching from a distance. Big danger sign for me. This team, they're desperate, Canterbury. And Jerome Luai, just just some off-the-cuff footy tore them apart and it was really disappointing for Canterbury I know they'll be even more desperate this week and I'm I'm confident it's something that Trent Barrett will point out as an effort area that no one was covering that space no one was alert enough to get there and you know what I, I point out Jake Avrillo because he's the 5'8 on that side and you know what it doesn't fall on the head of Avrillo but you guys need to be aware and if I'm a, if I'm the half on that side you need to be covering those spaces for me especially on last tackle it's desperation yeah it's the last two or three minutes before you get a big break at halftime 
time. You need to be aware of these things at all time. Jerome Luai, though, brilliant off-the-cuff footy. A fantastic kick. Great ruck awareness. He noticed that space. He picked it out. He put in a perfect kick. Penrith Panthers, they're going to be tough to beat again this year, without a doubt.